Welcome to Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. Um, and I just want to thank you for tuning in, stopping by, um, giving me a few minutes of your time. Because, again, this is the letter that I promised uh, a week or so ago, but other obligations popped up and I couldn't fulfill the commitment. So my apologies, but I am here right now. So welcome to the Diva Speaks Relationships TikTok Live, you know. <laughs> And um, the name, I mean, the, the caption of the letter is Resenting Friends Who Knew. Mm. Oh, Lord. So this letter, um, as I promised, this letter is full of different issues that I've seen throughout my adult life um, in different couples, couple settings, different relationships. It happens. So I'm just going to go ahead and got, let you guys know in advance. I don't have the answer. The answer is not that cut and dry. It's not black and white. And But we can talk through it. We can definitely talk through it. So I captioned the letter, the wife was the last to know. But the, the wife captioned it, resenting friends who knew. Mm. Resenting friends who knew. So let's get into the letter, shall we? Okay, let me put my glasses on because I'm half blind. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. So, okay, so the letter reads, My husband confided in several of his friends about his affair and the trouble he had ending the affair. Did y'all hear that? Because we just come out the gate with the information. So let me double back. For those of you who missed it, maybe you was doing something. You didn't quite hear it. My husband confided in several of his friends about his affair and the trouble he had ending the affair. I was clueless, naturally. I thought life was great. Isn't that the way it always goes. <laughs> now that we are attempting reconciliation, I can't help but look at these particularly particular friends differently. Like I'm close with their wives and some of them even told their wives what my husband said. I feel like everyone was laughing at me in some way as I excitedly spoke about our adoption journey and the Bora Bora anniversary trip that was supposed to be in September. Well, it's just a few weeks away. I know it's unfair that my husband offloaded a heavy secret like that, and perhaps they didn't have to tell me or didn't want to get involved, but they knew and smiled to my face all the same. I just don't know how to act around these people anymore. Please help. My, my, my. So let me just circle back. Let me summarize what, what I read. The wife and the husband have decided to reconcile. During the course of the reconciliation, I guess the husband revealed to her that he had shared his affair, the details of his affair with his friends. And she's feeling some type of way because she's friends with the wives of her husband's friends. And she's, she feels resentful 
You know, it's one thing to discover that you've been cheated on. And that's not even gender specific. It can happen to men and women. It's not the greatest feeling in the world. It's not something like, aha, you finally told me the truth. It's, it's a series of things that happen after that. That's just, that's just the beginning of the journey, right? So she's reconciling with her man and she comes to find out that while he was doing his dirt, he was sharing the details or offloading the details and venting to his friends. She has acknowledged in the letter that perhaps they didn't have to tell her, agree. And maybe they didn't want to get involved, agree. But she does feel some type of way. And I would say to that statement, most women would. You don't have to apologize for the way you feel about the information that has been uncovered or you're discovering at this time. You see, we can go different, we, we can go back and forth with this like a tennis match. Because on one hand, those wives don't owe you anything. They don't owe you. And unfortunately, the wife that wrote the letter didn't really provide a lot of details about her relationship with the wives outside of saying that they're friends, like they're cool. She doesn't really give us any like details like these are my girls, you know, we've been friends for X amount of years. She didn't really say. She just left a blanket statement. And I would say to that, you can't really hold them. Okay, so this is what I want to say. How do I put it? Just because your husband chose to break his covenant don't mean that those wives were obligated to break their covenant or to interrupt the peace in their relationship because whatever their husband told them, a husband told his wife that his friend shared with him, that's between that couple. You're not privy to that information. That wife owes you nothing about what her husband told her. Again, just because your husband violated his covenant, you can't expect people to violate theirs or disrupt the peace in their relationship because you want the wife to tell you what her husband has told her, what your husband is doing behind your back. You know what? I got this, this uh, best friend of mine. Me and Sherry have been friends best of friends for 23 years 23 years sherry has been my best friend and when i say she's been a friend like we have went through some rough times we have went through in the course of the 23 years that we have been friends we've went through two different um incidents where i didn't think we were gonna bounce back from it she's the type of friend that if i need anything if I need someone to vent to, if I need someone to just talk to, if I need some encouragement, she's my go-to person. There have been times over the years where I was in a bind in between marriages, being a single mother between marriage one and two, that I've needed some financial assistance. And my girl has always rose to the occasion. We've helped each other out so much during the years that this person has proven herself to be a confidant, a sister, someone that I can trust with my secrets, with my um, 
feelings, my opinions that I wouldn't dare say to anybody else. She's that girl. But the one thing that my friend has always communicated to myself and her other married girlfriends, okay? She has told all of us, it's just not been one, you know, when we're talking, all of us are together when I'm in Dallas, because I'm, I'm from Dallas, Texas, um, that the one thing you cannot do, I don't care what you and your man, you and your husband are going through, you can't bring another man to my house. That's the kind of friend I got. If I was to temporarily lose my mind and decide to step outside of my marriage, let's just say I want to thought bop up in these streets, thought bopping. There is not one friend that I have that I could take my side dude to their house. There is not one family member in my family, okay, that I could bring my side dude to any of their homes. There is not no one in my circle that I can even talk about if I was to lose my mind, having a side dude, the first conversation, that's all I would be able to talk about because the people in my life hold me accountable. They don't tolerate it and they're not enablers. That's the kind of people that I pride myself with having in my life and in my circle. And it's unfortunate that this woman doesn't have that. These people don't owe her anything. They don't owe you anything. But it would have been nice to have some type of some type of information, some piece of information that would have said that when he started telling them about his mistress, that they said, uh-uh, hold up, partner, pump your brakes. You know, you, you can't be doing this. I can't tell you what to do. You can't control another individual. But what you cannot do is talk to me about your side chick. You can't bring her around us. What you do is your business. You shouldn't be doing your wife like that. Something like that. You know, that's how the conversations I would imagine should go when you have authentic people in your life whose relationships and their morals align with the vision and the goal that you have for your marriage. And I always say to myself, it's, it's not absolute but it's definitely a point of reference. Birds of a feather flock together. I'm sorry. When you hold a secret of that magnitude, generally secret keepers and of that level, I mean, everybody got dirt on everybody. Now, I've seen that. Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> I've seen it. I have watched from outside the circle. I have watched husbands cheat on their wives and other people in their group know about it but the reason that the other people in their group didn't say anything and didn't want to get involved or shake the table is because they done dirt themselves so I would say to, to, to this wife listen you don't have to be their friends they have established where they stand they're his friends, clearly. Um, you've never said that anybody, or he never told you that anybody said, hey, this is not cool, this is not right, this is not what we stand for, we love your wife, or you, you, know, you can't be bringing up. I don't know, none of that was mentioned, but I would imagine if it was, it would have come out by now, right? So, they've shown you who they are. I would say they're not friends of your marriage. 
and these are not the type of people that you want to sit around. But getting back to my point, birds of a feather flock together, baby. When it's their turn, I need you to follow suit. Because men don't drop relationships like women do. You know, they, they typically keep in contact. They're not emotional like us most of the time. So it's, it's, it's pretty, I, I, I would say it's a safe bet to say the men will keep in contact. However, when it's when it's the women when it's the other women's turn, when their man step out and people are holding secrets, you need to follow suit. Not your business, don't get involved, not your place. What your husband tells you um regarding, you know, the dirty dogging of his homeboy to to his wife or towards his wife, that ain't your business. Follow suit. Even exchange ain't thievery, baby. I don't know what you want me to say because I, I again I get it people don't want to get involved is your marriage is sacred you can't hold people um, responsible for not telling you what your husband is doing behind your back you can't and the letter starts off again it just comes out the gate with my husband confided in several of his friends about his affair and the trouble he had ending the affair so there was drama hmm I love that. Oh, don't you love drama when it's deserved by the other party? When you brought this drama on yourself, when you begged for this storm, the storm that you were so willing to invite into your life, when it, it ends in disaster and chaos. See, I like that. He had trouble ending the affair. She doesn't tell us exactly what that trouble was, but he was trying to get his butt up out of it. When, when he didn't know what to do. He needed to release. You see what's done in the dark sometimes will come out in the light and you have no control over when it's going to be exposed and how much of it's going to be exposed initially. That's why you have to make sure that when you are entering into these covenants and to these commitments that you understand what you're signing up for. And before you go stepping outside of your marriage and your relationship and you thinking it's cool to share it with your inner circle, understand that you're tainting your circle. Because if, if we got a group of couples that enjoy each other's company and we get together and we fellowship and we've developed a, a, a friendship circle of sorts, you know, and we're comfortable around one another. And here you go bringing your side chick, your mistress around our friends. You tainted the circle. I can't look at these people again. They sat up and smiled in her face just like they did in mine. I don't want those type of people in my life. And this woman shouldn't be forced to sit around these people or consider them, consider them as friends either. I wouldn't. I'm telling you, it's so many different directions you can go with this. You know, um, Again, you can't get mad at the next wife for not telling you what her husband was telling her about your man. Your man needs to get it together. If you don't address or find out what made him be so willing to break his vows, what, you know, I sometimes I get graphic. Exactly what part of losing me, jeopardizing the marriage, did you not understand? Did I ever cross your mind when, while you were getting undressed, when you were getting aroused, 
when you was looking at this person, standing in front of this person, swapping spits or whatever you were doing, and you was in the act of taking off your clothes, sliding down your briefs with an erection, about to enter into her lady parts, at what point did you think that this was okay? How easy was it for you to break the vows that you made to me and before God? It meant nothing to you. You see, you have to find out what level of temptation was he exposed to that clearly he has a weakness for. What made you do it? What made you say, I'm willing to risk it all to get between the legs and in bed with another? What made you do it? You have to find that out. That's what I need you to be angry about. Okay, the other people, those are small potatoes, if you, you know, compared to why your husband decided to step outside of your marriage and break your vows. He made the commitment to you. He made you look like a fool. He tainted the friend circle. They were just enablers, you know? And a lot of people would say it's not their place to tell you. Nobody wants to get wrapped up in your drama. Nobody wants that. We all are dealing with things in our own homes, in our own lives, in our own family, um, in our own businesses. You know, we all are wrapped up in things of our own. Nobody's trying to take up your burdens, you know, not to make you feel some type of way, but your man, your problem, not my monkey, not my circus, but we do recognize that clown. He's a clown. Anybody that willingly breaks their vows and then you only come forward with the truth when there's drama and you trying to untangle yourself from the chaos that you willingly participated in. Find out what made your husband cheat so, so easily. Find out how long did it last. Find out when was the last time he laid up with old girl. Find out who all knew. See, I always say, for whatever they admitted, for whatever you have uncovered on your own, or whatever discoveries you've made, there's more behind it. I don't, I don't do, um, I don't do, I don't know you to be popping up on my live. I don't do that. I don't know what bag you coming out of. I don't know you. So don't do that. You know, if you don't know me personally or from a business standpoint, don't ask to come on my live. That's no, we're not doing that because usually trolls do that. So thank you. No, thank you. But yeah, you have to find out the reasons that people decided to break the vow. So to the wife, my heart goes out to you because you have a journey ahead of you. And I hope all of this was, you know, revealed to you before you decided to reconcile with your husband. I would recommend that, you know, counseling is very good because you need a third party to help you guys maneuver through these difficult conversations that have to be had. And you have some questions that you need answered. You need to find out the status of, of, of old girl, where she lives. You know, how, how much access did he have to her? You know, um, again, when was the last time? Have you deleted um, contact numbers? 
When was the last conversation? What were you talking about? What did you promise her? And again, who all knew? Because that circle of friends is just, a, I think it's more to it. When a person gets that comfortable with bringing your side pieces around our friend circle, more people were involved than you know. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to cut everybody out of your life because your husband did something that, you know, was terrible? He broke his vows. Or do you just need some time to process everything and put everything into perspective and then revisit that? Just table the issue right now with cutting people off and just work through, you know, work through your emotions, get the counseling, get the therapy, definitely stay prayed up because this isn't like, you know, it's not a quick fix. It's not a cut and dry answer. I'm sure both of you have relationships uh, with the people that he was confiding in that he was cheating on you with. So again, I told you in the, in the beginning, I ain't had the answer. I said, we could talk about it, but um, I would say moving forward, what you want to do is create your circle. Create your circle with people who will hold you accountable and hold your feet to the fire when you misstep. You see, you can't be afraid to have conversations that are uncomfortable if you want people to be a part of your life. Again, the illustration that I give is my best girlfriend out of Dallas, Texas. She has told all of her married girlfriends. I don't care what you and your husband going through. What you cannot do is bring your side dudes to my house. Now, I've never tested her on that. <laughs> I've never tested her on that. I've never attempted to do anything to warrant that conversation to be, you know, said to me just one-on-one. -on -one. But she's that type of woman. And my family members are, are the same way. You're married to... Mr. Patarell, don't be bringing nobody else over here, period. That's just, and I love that. I love that. I love that. Having a circle that holds you accountable. So I'm going to wrap up. Um, the letter that I got was from a wife who was the last to know. Um, she captioned the letter with resenting friends who knew. They knew before she did, right? My husband confided in several of his friends about his affair partner and the trouble he had ending the affair. I was clueless naturally. I thought life was great. Again, that's the worst kind of betrayal, right? When you think everything is good and you're doing your part as the woman, as the wife, and you thinking you just laying it down and you holding it steady. You are the wife that he has dreamed of according to what he has communicated through his, through his words, right? You guys are planning your life and everything is going going according as plans. You're planning an adoption, uh, anniversary trip to Bora Bora, and boom, you find out he's been cheating. Anyway, so moving on with the letter. Now that we are attempting reconciliation, I can't help but look at these particular friends differently. Like I'm close with their wives, and some of them even told their wives what my husband said. Mm, he can't even keep his damn mouth closed. <laughs> I feel like everyone was laughing at me in some way as I excitedly spoke about our adoption journey and the Bora Bora anniversary trip that was supposed to be in September. That's in a few weeks, guys. I know it's unfair that my husband offloaded a heavy secret like that and perhaps they didn't have to tell me or didn't want to get involved, but they knew and smiled to my face all the same. I just don't know how to act around these people anymore. Please help. 
You don't have to act no kind of way. You ain't got to even be around these people, period. Period. You don't have to act. You don't even have to figure it out. There's no rush to figure it out. You need time to process everything. There is no damn rush to figure it out. You, you, you figure it out. You get it when you get it. Period. And don't feel bad about it. I mean, your husband is the one that cheated. Let's deal with that. Let's focus on that. Let's understand that their actions have shown you who they are and where their loyalty is, you know, and who's to say this won't happen again? That's why I say you need to address, you need to, your, your focus needs to be on your husband and why he did what he did. And if this affair that we're talking about that you mentioned in the letter, is this the only affair? Or this is the one that he had difficulty ending and it forced him to talk about it. See, there's a lot of unpacking that has to be done, right? Yeah. See, this is the affair that you know about. This is the, the affair that had to surface because you said at the beginning of the letter that he had trouble ending it. Why did he have trouble ending it? See, that's what you need to find out. Why? What happened? What, what did he do? What did he do? Hmm. What did he do? He did something. Whether he was caught in a lie or the, the woman expected more because of the lies he was telling her, the promises that he made her, something happened. You got to get to the bottom of this. Girl, you can't be focused on them damn friends. They're not the ones you're going to have to, you know, figure this out with. You do. So, <sighs> that was a lot. But if you found yourself in a situation like this, where you don't even have to be the wife. You could be in a committed relationship, right? And your, your significant other, your partner, your boo or your boyfriend has been stepping out on you. And you finally come to discover it. And as you're making traction with finding out little details here and there, you come to find out that a lot of people knew. You are just the last to know, but people knew way before you did. I would tell you what I told her. You don't have to figure this out right now. You got a lot of other things that are more important that deserves your attention right now than to be trying to weed out the people who knew before you. I understand the urge to want to punish them in a way and get these people out of your life because you feel like you've been violated to a certain degree. You feel like there was a certain um, level of loyalty that they did not honor in a way by not telling you, giving you a heads up, hinting of sorts. But in the end, they're not the ones who was in a relationship with you like your man or your woman was. They're not the ones who betrayed you. Being the last to know is a hurtful, most embarrassing thing to have to deal with. Very embarrassing. And I, I don't think we have enough conversations about the embarrassment and the shame that comes with infidelity, that comes with being cheated on. And again, I, I mentioned on another live that I did last night, we got a lot of little memes, you know, a lot of little clapbacks that address it a lot of little you know quirky little sayings about knowing your worth but where are the real conversations that we should be having 
how people can put themselves back together where their self-esteem and, and egos are not shattered, you know, where they can talk about these types of feelings in a safe space, you know, to let them know that what you're feeling is perfectly normal. A lot of people are embarrassed and hurt by finding out that you've been cheated on. Yeah. We need to have more conversations like that. The memes are cute. You know, you can post them, but does it really speak to the issue? Does it tell that woman or that man who gave their all in a relationship, you gave everything, you were being what you thought you were supposed to be to this person? And even if you weren't, let's just say that things were bad, right? Because that happens too. Let's just say that things were not um, as they should be. Let's just say that the both of you have seen better times, better seasons, and this is not particularly a good one for the both of you. Or you've been living in this season of unrest and chaos for a while. And then they step out and it makes things worse. Or you come to find out that is why things have been the way that they are. Because they were stepping out. No matter what they still had a commitment to you. No matter what, they still stepped out of, outside of the relationship. And it's painful and it's embarrassing. And a lot of people don't know how to bounce back from that. So I just think that more conversations should be had. So um, this is where I end this live. And I want to thank you for um, tuning in and stopping by. Diva Speaks Relationships, um, you know, is a television show that airs on satellite TV, cable, and a handful of Roku channels, including my very own Roku channel, the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel. So for those of you that have a Roku television, feel free to add my channel to um, your television. Anytime I do a new talk show, I always roll it out on my um on my Roku channel first, and then I shoot it over to the television station where they will air it on Spectrum Cable um, and AT&T U-verse, as well as their Roku channel and on the stream live. Um, I have seven, 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 the number seven, different satellite channels where my show, the ministry, Diva Speaks Relationship Ministry, is rolling out to um, on the 28th, yay, 28th of this month. Um, so yeah, Intel Satellite TV and the seven different channels that I will be on over there. So I'm, I'm, I'm everywhere. Um, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast because I, I circulate all of my content everywhere, whether it is a video or an audio, I, I make sure that it reaches the masses and I want to continue the grown and sexy conversations, the conversation that most adult people who value relationships, and hold themselves accountable and hold themselves to a higher standard, love to listen to. Not about that foolishness, not about that finger pointing, not about that back and forth and all of that um, combative adversarial type approach to relationships. That is not this. I like the grown, the sexy, the laid back. Let's just talk about it. So if that's you, feel free to follow me wherever you can find the Diva Speaks relationships um, channel podcast 
television show, ministry, um, social media, whatever. But I want you guys to enjoy the rest of your week. Have a beautiful week on purpose. Yes, let's have a wonderful week. And um, let's love on one another. And whatever you may be facing or going through at this time, remember that it's just a season. You can get through it. You can get through it. And change, if you're praying for it, that change that you're looking for will always start with you. So stop looking over there and see if God can change them. It's you. He's going to start with you, okay? My name is Angela Patarell, and happy Tuesday.